If you're a founder, you know that fundraising is a big part of the job. What you might not know is that Carta is there to help. Carta's new fundraising suite provides startups of all stages the best tools and support to easily issue safes, accurately forecast solution, and quickly close funding rounds. Save time, money, and make your next round your best yet. To learn more or to get started, go to carta.com forward slash fundraise. That's carta.com forward slash fundraise. Welcome to Inc.'s The Founders Project with Alexa Von Tobel. I'm Alexa, the founder of LearnVest, author of New York Times bestselling book, Financially Fearless, and second book, Financially Forward. I'm also the founder and managing partner of Inspired Capital, a venture firm focused on the entrepreneurs of the future. Each week, we sit down with a top founder to share their story of guts, inspiration, and drive. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Alexa Von Tobel. And this week, I'm so excited for you to meet Seiju Zong co-founder and CEO of Noom, the consumer-led digital health company that helps people live healthier, happier lives. Born in South Korea to a family of doctors, Seju has always had an intense desire to help people. It was after the death of his father at a young age that Seju became more motivated than ever to truly change lives for the better and use his entrepreneurial spirit to make a big impact. After dropping out of college and moving to the United States, Seju met his co-founder, Artem Petkov, and convinced him to leave Google and help develop Noom. While they started working in 2007, Noom hit its stride in 2017 and has scaled to serve millions and millions of users. In 2020, Seiju was named ENY Entrepreneur of the Year. And with that, let's welcome Seiju. Hi, Seiju, I'm thrilled to have you. Seiju, first of all, I've been following Noom for so long. Take us back to when you started Noom. Where did the aha moment really come from for the product innovation? And you really started back in 2007. So let's go back to those early days. Oh, wow. 2007. <laughs> so thanks for having me. Numi is a consumer-first digital healthcare platform for the mind and body. Very important that we always want to deliver long-lasting holistic outcome. So the aha moment, there were many aha moments over the last 16 years, for sure. I do recall clearly that 2015, we launched a service that integrated service with a human coach and also holistic approach has delivered much better outcome. The prior on that, we figure the fitness product only would not deliver healthy outcome. We need to provide nutrition-based also. So that's why we pivot from, uh, we had a cardio trainer, which was a sport tracking application before, but we did a pivot and launched the Noom service in 2012. As you were really building the product, what ideas did you throw away? What didn't work? Give people out there who were really trying to build for product market fit some hope. What was your experience like? It, it probably wasn't the first try that all of a sudden you said, wow, I now have the most powerful number one weight loss app in the world. Give us the sense of those iterations. If I have a time machine and I tra- travel back to 2007 and speak to myself, my younger version, right? And tell myself that weight loss is the business that we are doing right now, then I think I will be shocked. Um, so that's a kind of testimonial that how much pivot and iteration has evolved our service from the beginning of the business and where we are today. Let me answer your question that how to figure the product market fit. We always paid attention how end users are using our service and what real outcome has delivered. Based on that, we always measure and experiment the features. Even if we, let's say the PM is really in love with one ideas, but if we could not deliver, if we cannot monitor any good outcome, we simply drop that ideas. That is not easy, by the way, but that, that is the way that we 
iterate and figure, and that's where we are today. We'll continue to figure that way by listening carefully from our end users. What are some of the biggest insights that you have on affecting behavior change? We built the world's best tool in recording the fitness, recording the diet, um, the nutrition, the calorie counting, like that. But we learned that having a great tool will not deliver sustainable good outcome. It's a good tool, but it does not deliver the, um, the long-lasting healthy outcome. So we had a aha moment that think about if this is school, which we get a lot of inspiration like from like school, and because we think we are guiding our users, right? So even if we build, we give a best tool for our student, will they master how to learn English or math, uh, the math and physics like that? Probably not. They need to be motivated. So what we have learned over years and years by monitoring and serving to millions of users that we learned that a lot of our users attempt to lose weight or change their lifestyle and they it didn't work. That's why they came to Noom, right? And we did a survey and they have a pretty good understanding about how the diet is working. But they could not build a habit as theirs. And the reason is often they put uh, the very ideal goal and ambitious goal with uh, un- unrealistic timeline because they know how to get there. They know the goal and they know how to manage the diet and all that. But I don't think they truly spend time to learn about oneself, meaning Doom is really trying to use a psychology, CBT, and behavior chain method because we want to help uh, to build a, a self-awareness, about o- overall self-awareness, right? In terms of diet, in terms of like lifestyle and fitness and activities and sleep quality, resting quality, and stress management. Um, people do not put the real effort. They actually don't often, uh, they overlook those areas. So we try to help the self-awareness about those pillars. And once they understand that we guide them to where they can start safely with realist timeline, to build a habit, not for losing a weight in a week or two weeks, to get the healthier habit, and that will deliver better weight management. How did you know when to inject a human? And talk a little bit about the human coaching program behind Noom and how it's evolved. Tell us what you've learned there. Sure. So um, I would not generalize there is like human element is going to change the behavior like overnight. It doesn't work that way. What we have monitored that some of our users receive a better benefit by having um, a human coach and human element, human coach, and uh, hold accountable by a human. Some of majority of also users do not actually uh, get the benefit right away, but they get it over time. So it's very difficult to generalize the one rule that works for every human, to be very frank. You can actually get an idea from how the school, some school, a school, if you monitor, some students are following the curriculum very well without interacting well, without like asking so much interaction with the teacher. But they, she, he follow well the curriculums at school classroom. Some students may require a lot of attention, but do not follow well. So something like that. So it's very difficult to find a white, one solution. But what we have learned that human interaction and we monitor between coach and our end users, we also try to provide the empathetic approach through our curriculums and also our coaches are amplifying that the empathy and the behavior change is good but the past can be very difficult we understand that so we try to help that our users do not hide on themselves and that is a part that human coach has been excellent and also we infuse a lot of human coaches that the, the best practice into our curriculum that way our contents and the, our, the way the story has been uh, described 
the curriculums are very approachable and also kind and has been serving for millions. Um, the lives are changing and successfully. So there's a lot of curation has been inspired by human coaching and it has touched a lot of lives. How do you think about proactive healthcare? Where do you see that innovation going? I think now 2022 that everywhere in the world that we are uh, getting out of the COVID-19 with the difficult time and kind of wake up in terms of what is overall health, right? And immunity and how to thrive to have a healthy lifestyle and also Gen Z approach to overall health. And you know, social media is also sharing what is a healthy lifestyle that I think that's quite positive outcome that the market is ready to adopt healthy lifestyle and the user consumers are seeking for getting healthy before they hit the wall. So I think that's a very positive uh, evolution. The overall healthcare has been, unfortunately, it's optimized for sick care management. I understand why, but I do think it is very important to pay attention how we can approach to proactively the preventative approaches first. That way we can hold a healthy lifestyle and also empower high performing lifestyle is norm rather sick care management is the path because what i have seen in the last six to seven years that a healthy lifestyle is a new luxury it's a new luxury in this world and people are seeking for having a healthy lifestyle in mind and body it's a trend and i firmly believe that trend will here to stay what are maybe some of the things that you think are very obvious areas of innovation, leveraging technology that you think either Noom could tackle or just things adjacent to Noom where you have a key insight to an area of innovation. So I'll give you an example. In your mind, what does the healthcare system look like in a decade? In your mind, what are the things that Noom could easily continue to do to help people get healthier? I believe over the next 10 years that because how do innovation arrive first, right? And then software fo technology follows. So I believe that wearable devices, including the Apple Watch and the other uh, wearable devices are quite good in terms of how um, that device can measure biometrics very easily and also quite accurately. I think that's in is incredibly powerful. And there are applications like Noom that interpret the data and help users to get better in terms of health. And I think that's great. The area that has to be touched and uh, will be evolved is how the payer and a provider and employer even thinking about how uh, the preventative approach is the primary service for their uh, focus. Let me give you an example. A lot of end users, such as employee, right? They are asking how they can maintain and improve their overall health, family health and oneself health and mental health and, of course, physical health. And those services are well supported by employer, right? Employer wanting to provide the great uh, health support while they are at the company. And because of that trend, I have seen, including Noom, that a lot of digital healthcare company has been welcomed because digital healthcare company can provide affordable and scalable service. So this is a good time for us. So we touch a lot of lives. Because of that trend, employee can improve the productivity and they are mentally, physically healthy. And that is the employer, employee, new trend. Because of that, they're also the big, um, the payer, which is uh, the major industry in healthcare. Payer watch how the consumers and employee, employers are moving toward. So they want to adapt the preventative approaches. That now, they, they used to have a nice to have it, to be frank. But now, 
I do think it is uh, it's inevitable to adopt those preventative or pre-service is the key to distinguish the service compared to the other uh, competitors in those pillar, payer side. So that's how the payer will evolve for sure and provider. So doctors are doctors and MPs and nurses are they want to get close to the, the the patient not only at the doctor's office but also off the doctor's office they want to provide continuum service to make sure their patients are well doing well and I do believe this web of devices digital healthcare services will narrow that gap by doing so I'm an optimistic person I believe the stat in terms of obesity and the chronic conditions in the United States and overall over the world. But especially United States, because we spend so much dollar in healthcare, I believe there is a path that we can improve overall macro healthcare cost by putting the preventative approach first. Because consumers, because end users are asking, they want to get healthy now. They want to maintain high performing, high quality lifestyle now. Seiju, you saw wild growth during COVID. Tell us a little bit how COVID changed your business. So since 2016. We've been growing very well with a lot of support. In Silicon Valley words, that we entered the growth mode and the company grew really fast. COVID-19 was the part of the uh, the era while we were experiencing growth mode. So I believe that new stories are beyond the COVID-19 story. However, what we have seen observed that the overall consumer and the family um, were adopting in-house healthcare services, including new services like in fitness for sure, but also they are, they were looking for how to get healthy because they have learned over two years of COVID-19 intense period in COVID-19, 2020, 21, that they need to do something and get healthy is the key to prevent and also avoid the COVID-19 and the consequences of the COVID-19. That actually helped to build a better awareness about how to get healthy by adopting healthier lifestyle and diet and exercise and sleep and stress management. Now I do see that industry and our users' behavior here to say that the mind and body approach, which is what we do Noom at Noom right now, that mental health care is extremely important. And between mental health care and body, the physical care is so entwined, right? And I think that concept is kind of obvious at this moment, but it was not. So a lot of people did not pay attention about mental health care, did not pay attention about the sleep quality or that. But people are aware now. So I do think... COVID-19 has completely changed the perception about overall pre-medical approach and also overall the oneself lifestyle, how to maintain and also watch out. So that is the silver line of COVID-19. How do you think about expanding new products uh, into things like New Mind? And also tell, tell us what New Mind is. How we launched the Noom uh, Healthy Weight was the result of our sticking with our company mission last 16 years and also perseverance. I would brag about ourselves. Why am I saying that? Because in the beginning of our company story, we, we learned by uh, launching a very successful fitness product and also chiropractic product. And we learned that we need to provide holistic approach service. That's how Noom came to the world. The thing that we also learned that we need to provide a barometer that people can be motivated and stick with index. And that's how we figure weight management is a good barometer because weight is to measure. And it's also very important biometrics that we can uh, assess over your health. We launched a new mine in 2021, October, because we had a clear understanding that our users, more than 75% of our users, that by then we asked, what else would you like to learn from Noom platform by changing behavior, right? And they said, we learned from Noom that uh, stress anxiety management is the another uh, 
important pillar that I haven't thought about is related to my weight and the physical health condition. So we told them, yes, it is. It is a very important part of your health. If you are not happy, if you are uh, you have a high anxiety, if you have some concern, then how would you be able to have a good sleep, which you need absolutely need to have a healthy lifestyle? How and you may have a craving or bad food because of your stress. So we understand how important it is. So we launched a new mood. New mood is um, not a, um, It's not just contents only play. We actually we want to pr- empower end users by teaching them if you are at the therapy room that how the therapist is going to help you to get get it over coping the stress and. Uh, the anxiety. So we empower them by unlocking knowledge from therapist side to end users. So we empower them to learn about it. So we teach them, this is a science, this is a way you can cope your anxiety and stress and you can manage it better. So it's curriculum that we teach our users to build psychology muscle to, again, uh, manage the stress anxiety. That is a new mood. Now, going forward, what do I see? Where we land, weight management has done a good job it was our strategy that we want to build a very strong foundation, and we have now foundation, thanks to millions of numerous and our people in Numerly, that we work hard and we figure how behavior change has delivered a great outcome. Yes. So now next mood is uh, the vision and the roadmap is we want to embrace that our lesson from new healthy weight and new mood, which is mind and body, and we want to integrate to one and new mind and body as a holistic service as is, it will deliver to our end users and we will cover, again, mind and your body. That way we can deliver healthier outcome for long-term outcome. There is a past the company will continue to grow and will build the service through a B2B channels that as, as I mentioned, employer, payer, pharma company, they're all adopting our services as preventative approaches inevitable. There is past will distribute our service through uh, B2B channels as well. What was the thing that surprised you about the way that humans are wired? A lot of users hard on themselves, very much hard on themselves. When they commit to change their behavior, or if they have a goal to weigh, uh, manage their weight, or if they have a goal to get fitter, then they instantly change their behavior, instantly. And they want to keep that instant change behavior can be sustained. Because unfortunately, they set such a high goal and their behavior cannot follow other than a few days. And then it built another defeated like spirit and um, experience is not good. And then it built another boomerang, right? They think it didn't work because we understand that we have observed so many times. Our product has evolved and we try to make sure that we don't judge our users in the beginning of area. We don't, we don't, we don't encourage them to judge yourself. We create a very safe space that they can try and error is okay. But uh, we learn together and we set a very realistic goal. All we do is we are trying to build a winning habit for every individual. And we'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. Alexa here. Not only do I get the opportunity to speak with all types of founders on, for starters, but I'm a repeat founder myself. We all know how vital fundraising is to a startup. Carta knows this too. That's why they had founders in mind when they created their fundraising suite providing tools and support to take the friction out of fundraising. They save founders time and money, allowing you to focus on your goals, not the admin work needed to close around. From simply issuing safes to quickly receiving funds, Carta Fundraising Suite helps their cap table customers raise a better fundraising round. To learn more or to get started, go to carta.com forward slash fundraise. That's carta.com forward slash fundraise. 
Sandra, I want to transition to you. Um, You grew up in South Korea. Did you always know you wanted to be a founder? And tell us a little bit about, is there something that your parents did when you were younger that really stays in your mind as something that has made you special? I think your question is so powerful. You may uh, make me cry, um, Alexa, that now I am a father and I have two sons. So now I can understand what they did to me, right? I did not know, to be honest, until recent years, but now I can tell what they did, what they have done for me. So that's why I'm kind of like tearing now. That at school, because I was kind of an odd student, I was not against a teacher, but I had a lot of weird questions to teacher. So some teacher did not like my question, especially South Korea by then, very conservative country. And what my parents did, they gave me unconditional love, meaning they did not judge me that that questions are stupid. They never ever told me. And even if I, uh, if I thought I caused some problem, that's why my teacher is angry, but my mom and my father were there to learn what motivated me to do that behavior. And my father was the one, he did not say like, you are always all right. He didn't say that. He suspended his judgment before he figured and he wanted to learn how my mind was working by then and how I'm thinking right now. He gave me a space to think about what I did before he gave me the answer or interpretation of my behavior. And I know how hard it is as a parent that it's easy to interpret and say, do this, don't do that, don't, don't do that. Uh, but my father and my mom, they were patient, you know, they observe, provide the love and uh, suspend judgment. And I think that's incredible. Seiju, unfortunately, you and I have one thing in common, which is we both lost our dads when we were younger. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Like so. And I know that you've said before that that has really impacted your your trajectory into building Noom. I'd love just to get a sense um, of what do you think that that has instilled in you that has made you such a talented entrepreneur? Before he passed away, we were gifted as like we had a chance to see him before he passed away. He departed with a lung cancer, unfortunately, but we had a chance to speak, right? It's a, such a priceless gift that we had a moment. And I was shocked at the end of his time. He told me at Private 101, he said, Seju, as a medical doctor myself, I've been always feeling very grateful of my job by helping people's lives. But I always just wonder. He didn't regret this, by the way. He just wondered and shared the comment. I wondered why healthcare has been really optimized for sick care management and the professional like me get paid more for treating even sick, uh, acute, acute, acute condition patient, but not providing my skill set for preventative approach to patients or helping the community to get healthy while they're healthy. The comment he made, little like open the black box, like, the, 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 like Pandora box to me. It's kind of, I was shocked to be honest. Why? I never thought he would mention that way. I don't know. Somehow I was kind of shocked by that. And it eternally like really triggered my curiosity. And still today, to be very frank, Alexa, that's why I could not give up the last 16 years of Noom journey that we had a multiple time that we were down, down, down time. I thought I hit the bottom, but there's another bottom right below the bottom. Like, I had a lot of hard time in my life and I couldn't give up because I kind of like, I'm still trying to figure those questions. And I, I do believe there's a way we can actually make a good impact by using technology, scientific approach to healthcare and give a power back to end users. And that's why I'm grinding right now. So that's the first story I want to share. And second story I want to share, my father, just like 
I was at bathroom. My father did not know I was at bathroom, but my mom at the hospital, my mom was next to him. And then my father and my mom was chatting about me. And I didn't intend to like um, hear, uh, but I just overheard what they were talking. They were talking about me. He said, my father said like to my mom, like, CJ has an incredible potential. The school may not fully understand who he is, but I, I have seen his talent. I didn't want to spoil him, so I did not give him a lot of good words all the time. But I do think he has incredible talent, that he is a visionary and he likes people. He want to get, you know, you know, get around people. That is a good leadership. So please support him when the time is right. And I, I couldn't get out from the bathroom for like a while. I, I cried quietly a lot. And um, that belief that my father believed in me is a superpower in my heart, to be honest. That is Thank you, first of all, for sharing. I'm now tearing. Um, what a special, special thing for you to have overheard. On a much more fun and lighter note, one of my favorite random facts about you, Seiju, is that you founded South Korea's first ever heavy metal record label. Correct. And that you listen to heavy metal as a form of meditation, which is... I do. I do. Can you just tell us what that's all about? Yeah, Alexa, um, I'm sure listeners of your podcast right now, if you like heavy metal, you will not have. Because heavy metal music is like composed with a lot of uh, the very high technical the rhythm and melodies, and it's quite loud, I understand. In terms of the music itself, it's loud. But if you really follow how the drum and bass and guitar and vocal is all harmonized, it's kind of like, it's a classic beauty to me. So... I do actually do, I call it the metal bath in the morning and a metal bath at night. So that's the way I can <laughs> detox my <laughs> detox my self-doubt. This is very important, Alexa. I also learned from our new users that self-doubt is not good. Self-doubt is not good. And I want to share to fellow entrepreneurs or listeners, self-doubt that am I the right person? Can I do this? Does not help you. I'm sorry. And I kill that self-doubt with a metal bass, Alexa. <laughs> I recommend you to listen to death metal. It's good for you. What advice would you give to every other founder out there? I highly recommend to fellow entrepreneur, before you start company, if you want to start company, then please do speak to yourself, to your soul, and not by checking with your friends or family, but speak to you, you yourself and ask why Am I the one that I need to start the business? What is the company mission? Company mission is not the word that looks nice to your eyes or raising capital. Company mission is the true North Star and also is a barometer for how you are doing and will hold you in the center when whether it's good or bad time. Why am I saying that? Because it's guaranteed. I can tell you, I guarantee that there is a ton of rocky road and difficult time Emotional roller coaster. Yes, listener, if you haven't started business, you may think uh, you're expecting that you can handle that. And it is freaking hard. <laughs> it will penetrate your soul, <laughs> your guard. It will punch you like hard, 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 very hard. And the only rescue is your mission that you believe because no one can help you. Your friend, your family cannot, may, they may comfort you, but they will not be able to help you to figure that out because they haven't started it and they don't know. They don't know the full context. So mission, the mission, not a fake mission or mission that looks nice. is not a mission. The mission 
that you can speak out of your heart and soul is a mission and you will die for. Sage, my last two questions for you in a quick fire round. I want to know what's your favorite interview question? First thing that comes to mind, what's the question you like to ask people? I shouldn't actually reveal this, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I ask, tell me about your story. Why you at noon? And I always tell that I am not looking for best storyteller. This is not a storytelling contest. I'm genuinely curious about what story do you have that why it has to be noon story? And what do I, how do I uh, assess the interviewee is, is this a generic answer or is this really the story for Noom? And this person really spent enough time to think about the next pass is Noom. It's not for just a job. Because we welcome the mission-driven people and we do not welcome mercenaries. I want to know your biggest pinch me moment to date, the date where you left work and you said, I can't believe we accomplished that. What happened? When I over heard about Noom from strangers on street or restaurant. I live in Manhattan. There's a lot of outdoor restaurant, right? And it became quite few times that I heard about people were chatting about Noom. Often this is set up. People are one person talking, bragging about Noom and benefits. And the other person keep asking, how does it work? And a person become ambassador of a Noom service. And there's more, I feel like, wow, we really, <laughs> we really touch a lot of lives. And now I can even overheard from some stranger and that person my numer, which I want to go and grab and say, thank you. And that happens actually a few times. That is really awesome. Um, Seiju, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much. Everybody out there, thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to learn more, please download and check out Noom.com. And you can join us next week for Ink the Founders Project with Alex Von Tobel. Seiju, we're rooting for you. You're such a special human. You're such a bright star. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for your kind words. I'm honored to be here today. Thank you, Ink. Thank you.